This is the Gig Ready Podcast. This is it. Welcome back, everybody. Jordan Goodfellow here. Joe Mack, other side of the country. How you doing, sir? Great to see you. Great to have you here. Great to see you, too. We are nearing the end of the summer. Back Man, to school. Dude, it has gone so fast. My kids started school last week, and it's just been it, it's been a whirlwind for my wife as she's trying to get everything figured out and started for them and all that. Shouldn't so. it be a whirlwind for both of you? <laughs> well, let me say my wife is pretty amazing. And so she kind of just does it. I do the, she's, she, I'm the Jordan. Can you go to target and get me all these things, please? That that's like, that's, that's my extent. All right. So. That's your, that's your contribution. I, and, oh, I and, and that. I check math homework. That is my, uh, uh, yes. yes, math homework is my, uh, I guess that that is my, my default. I get doesn't matter day night doesn't matter. Like if I get home at eleven o'clock at night, it's like here check the math and work. Awesome. So, but my son likes that too. I think that it's it actually is something that has connected us and we found um, you know a, a unique ground with that. So it's been good and I like it. But yeah, unfortunately, my son is smarter than me in math now. <laughs> So I can no longer check the math homework. I have to go to the internets to help me out. Copy that. Make. I'm sure that it will get there for me at some point in time too. I mean, we're still, we're getting into fifth grade. So we're in long division and, you know, we haven't yeah. hit algebra and cosine tangent, whatever else that is. So I, I yeah, can't complain. Yeah. He's going into like pre-calculus, I think this year as in an eighth oh, grade, gosh. as an eighth grader, because he's advanced, but. I'm just like, eh, yeah, I can help you with the geometry stuff. I'm pretty good there. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I mean, you learn a lot of great stuff in school. Um, however, I will say that school, there's actually a couple things that in life, I, I don't know if necessarily school completely prepares us for. And when we're, when we're talking school and learning, um, another learned trait, especially in our industry, is taking care of the customer and taking care of people. Um, mm. I mean, that is what defines everything that we do when ultimately equipment is a commodity and service is everything. Um, yeah, absolutely. Cause, cause we can get that equipment from anybody, people, everybody has equipment. I can get a speaker, I can get a video projector, I can get a screen, I can get a television, I, I can get a light. doesn't matter. I mean, people have it, um, and the only thing that can differentiate us from our competition or our other technicians is how we service the customer. Um, I think I get frustrated sometimes. I had a situation um, earlier this month where a contractor who works for me, good contractor, knows what he's doing, really good at what he does, um, didn't bring the customer service chops to a gig that I needed him to. And, uh, the client had to call me and we taught, we had to talk about it. And I, you know, of course took responsibility for the actions of, of that individual. But the biggest thing that happened was there were some changes that happened on site. Oh, holy crap. Imagine something changing. Once you get to the gig, that never happens. I, you know, I know that, but <laughs> you know, cause we plan our shows so well that nothing ever changes, uh, you know, right. 
we live in a vacuum uh, so that it's just perfection. But for others outside of us, um, gosh, I make more mistakes than everybody. Anyhow, um, <laughs> those when something changes, you got to roll with the punches. You got you have to not get angry. This person got angry. Um, and and then the the client, their artist came uh, to the client and then the client came to me and was like, hey, like we can't be having this. This is unprofessional. And I, I completely agree. I'm like, we don't need to get angry. We just need to pause. Look at the situation and say, OK, they're asking for X in this particular case. It was revolving around uh, in-ear mixes. And we needed to possibly look at adjusting from a mono to a stereo in-ear. I, I mean, really, truly in the grand scheme, tiny, like little thing. Mm -hmm. But this person got upset and they were angry and they weren't happy about what was going on. And, and you know, eventually we figured it out. But, I, you know, I'm calling project manager being like, we got to deal with this and so on. And we did. But um, really frustrating to me because I, I hold a standard with how we do shows and when people don't live up to that um there's some serious consequences and, and i think you've seen that too whether it's not working for somebody or whether it is not being called back um i personally have made mistakes i have uh, i have had my attention divided and i got you know trying to think of the right word Got caught with my pants down, as people would say. Distracted, and, yeah. And and we and and I lost a gig and I lost a client because I did, and it was my fault. Fully admit yeah. that. It took me a year yeah. to admit that, but I did. And um, I vowed I would never do it again. And so I've changed how I work. Um, what what do you find? are some of the things that you see that separate, especially from having run a labor company, run labor for Fortune 100 companies, working with people regularly? Man, what are some of those things that you, that you really try to espouse within your guys that say, listen, guys, this is how we service the customer. And girls. <laughs> guys and girls. Sorry, that's the, it's the all-encompassing. Your folks. <laughs> yes, those folks. All of the individuals yeah. who work within your organization. Um, you know, the, the, the first thing I look for obviously is a good attitude. Um, you know, somebody, somebody who brings a good attitude nine times out of 10 is always going to be on the side of good customer service. Yeah. Um, if, if you don't have that good attitude, when, when changes start happening and when, uh, egos might start flaring where, you know, tensions might start flaring because it's coming from the top. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of, a lot of the work we were doing, um, working for fortune 100 companies, it's, it's always, everybody shows up with their hair on fire. And, and if you can be that calm, uh, collected, you know, not necessarily always having the right answer the second they asked it, but saying, um, yeah, let me, let me look at it. Uh, I, I think we can make that work. Or if you have a reasonable answer to tell them why something won't work, um, and be a straight shooter about it, that often will speak volumes to your character and customer service. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've sat in some pretty high level meetings with, you know, billionaires at both ends of the table uh, talking about how we're going to make this the best thing ever. 
and then they you know they they want to put in something just gargantuan that costs them you know million dollars out of the bit out of the gate and you're like yeah but it's not that i don't think you can spend that much money it's that i don't think you want to spend that much money <laughs> you know and if they're like no 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 we want to spend money great so here's how we're going to do that and then any challenges that come along you bring that you know you bring that to the forefront first and foremost you don't you don't mess around you don't you know mince your words just to try and keep the gig um so i've always i've always taken a common sense and honest approach to customer service yeah if you're honest if you're honest with your customer you're you're already ahead of the game yep because there's a lot of people who are not honest yep they'll be like yeah 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 we can totally do that for that much and then they flip the script or they bait and switch or whatever you know to to get the price up to where they want it to be i've never i've never done that you know it it is it's what it it's what i said it's going to cost or if it's not i give you the reason why and you know i'll meet you in the middle a lot of times if if i feel like it's our fault if it's their fault then obviously i'm going to fight for for um getting paid for that extra work yeah but but ultimately just being honest and having a, a, a pretty common sense approach to how you speak to your client and how you work with your client is always going to benefit you. That's right. And not allowing circumstances to dictate how you respond to someone else, even if you're frustrated in that moment with uh, a, a, you know, a piece of equipment not working or, uh, I mean, you know, in your case, a console not doing what you want it to do or, right. uh, you know, something else. I know that I get caught up in that sometimes. Like for instance, when I'm driving, I'm driving down the road and somebody cuts me off. In fact, this happened yesterday and I was like, I suddenly got, Oh my God, getting all frustrated. And then I realized that I would then walk into a response to other people with that frustration. And, right. I, I caught myself and I brought, I brought it back to the center. I took that deep breath. I was like, okay, this has nothing to do with anyone else except for the guy in the car in front of me that just cut me off. And frankly, there's nothing I can do about it anyways. So I've got to move into another, another frame of mind to make that, you know, to make that difference. Um, I have a great story I need to bring up. <laughs> go for it, dude. What, talk to me. So, so we're doing this. <clears throat> We're doing this event uh, here locally, Fortune 100 company, um, and just that. We're I'm driving I'm driving out there, and this Jeep just absolutely cuts me off. Like, and I'm like, you know, giving him the <laughs> the one finger salute, and and I was pretty pissed off, like pretty pissed off because it really. Uh, it was going to be a long day. It was a 6 a.m. call and it was going to be a long day. And, you know, I just happened to see them because they're really flying down the road. And I see them kind of get off the freeway and they get off the same place I'm getting. And then they turn this and slowly it dawns on me like, OK, this person's going to be in the same place that I'm at. And <laughs> literally, I see them get out of their car and head to the to the building that we're we're working in. And literally it was my client for that day. That, wow. <laughs> so the first thing I wanted to say was, you know, you, you know, why'd you cut me off? But then, so, 
So end up working with her. She was awesome to work with, great human being. And then the next day, I was able to tell her the story about how she got me off. And she just laughed. She thought it was hilarious. She goes, I was running so late. I'm sorry I cut you off. You know, and it was just like I saw that moment of of being able to, you know, see how I didn't react. I didn't go, you know, guns blazing at this person I didn't even know that ended up being my client that day. Yeah. And I thought, I thought, you know, that's that's pretty important. Cause I probably would have been escorted off the, the facility. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and how, I mean, it's a, that's a great example of, you never know where someone's headspace is at when something happens. And mm-hmm. if you're going to fly off the handle about something, um, because someone else did or, or had a reaction to a situation, um, you don't know, we have no clue why they did it. So ultimately when we respond out of anger or frustration, we are instantly judging that situation as if we know exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, and instead of looking at each individual person and saying, I have no idea what they're going through right now. They could have gotten angry or frustrated because of X, Y, Z, uh, or something I don't even know about. We take that breath we pause and we don't allow ourselves to be drawn into that situation, but instead we stand back and look at it from above. Yeah. You know, I've had, I've had moments where our clients come in, you know, they're angry, they're frustrated with me. Why didn't you do that? How come you didn't, why did you, or, or why did you do that early? Why did you, you know, I was calling a show a number of years ago and the speaker completely skipped an entire section of the show, just mm. boom, skipped the whole thing and went on to the next piece. And I was like, all right, well, that's what we're doing. Got everybody on standby, getting everything ready to go. We skipped that whole portion. And, you know, and then one of a couple of different people that were part of the customer comes rushing into front house. What are you doing? Why are you, why are you moving? And I'm like, he skipped this part. I know it beyond a shadow of a doubt. No, he didn't. We're going to go back. And then it comes, and then it comes back around later that sure enough, he talked to him and found out he did skip it. And he came back to me and actually apologized to me. and was like, man, I'm so sorry that I got upset with you. You made the right call. And because I remained calm and I did not get angry at him for his response, that service to him as a customer, he didn't, he actually came back and apologized, which almost never happens. I mean, you know, rarely do I have a customer come back and say, Oh, I'm so sorry for what I did. Like, it's just not yeah. common. And yeah. so, um, I mean that, and that's just goes to show you service the customer and, um, they'll do, they'll go the lengths for you. Um, but now, yeah, that's a, that's a great, that's a great, uh, thought train about, um, you know, where people's headspace are on any given day, uh, or any given situation, you know, that's, that's what I've really been trying to, um, to, uh, talk about with our mental health stuff. And when we're on site, like if somebody's losing their shit, it's probably has nothing to do with you. Um, it's probably something else they've got going on in their life or, you know, that morning or that week or, you know, and, and, and just taking that, taking a, a millisecond to pause, soak in what, the, whatever is being said or whatever is being done and just handling it in a calm, cool manner yeah. rather than absolutely losing your, 
you know, your shit and going off on somebody because that's going to that's going to be more detrimental to to your customer service uh, character um, moving forward to 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 keep you gainfully employed, you know? Yep. Well, and, and pulling out the big guns, as I would say, when it come, you, you get angry. I mean, that's really what you're doing. You're pulling out the water cannon, if you will, and spraying somebody right in the face. Um, sure. One, it's not going to create very many friends. And two, um, it only begins escalation. And yeah. no matter what it is, can you come back from it? Sure. Apologies go a long way when you take stock of a situation after the fact. And if you realize you were wrong, you own up to it immediately. Um, you know, that's something that that I have been working on lately is stepping back from a scenario after it happens and kind of looking at it. You know, if someone may have gotten mad at you because you did something stupid. We do stupid yep. things sometimes. Mm-hmm. And instead of automatically assuming, ah, it's not me, it's not what I'm doing, you know, just to counterbalance what you just said, yeah. take 30 seconds after a situation happens and say, did I do something dumb that I shouldn't have done or has something been happening that I don't want to admit I did? Like what I said about this, the client that I, I wasn't paying attention for like a couple of hours during the day because I had, there were other work things I was dealing with that in my mind took priority in that moment. And so... Yeah. I had to recognize that. Unfortunately, it took me almost a year to look at that situation and say, I was in the wrong. And then as soon as I realized it, it took me a couple more weeks to build up the courage to send my former client an email saying, listen, this was my fault. I screwed that up and I understand that now. And I'm very sorry. This is not me attempting to get work back from you, but I needed to let you know that I see it and that. I'm making the change and the adjustment to that. Um, and so it, it was, uh, you know, actually I never heard back from them even after that, but my conscience is clear at that point. Sure. Yeah. You did your, you, you did your due diligence to try and <clears throat> remedy the situation, clear the air and, and make it, make it better. But clearly that, that didn't work for the, for the future. Yep, exactly. And then, like you said earlier, dude, honesty with your client. I mean, that is the epitome of customer service is Mm. admitting when you're wrong and just being honest and communicating with them or when something is not right. Every one of my clients would much rather know that there is a problem when it's a problem than to come to find out later that there was a problem that they potentially could have helped us solve. Most of the time I find that technicians and people... They don't want to look bad, so they just assume that if there's something going on that they are not in control of or they can't change or something happened that is beyond their control, uh, or even if they made a mistake that they shouldn't tell anybody, hide it so that nobody knows and then figure out how to fix it. And um, I found out the hard way uh, that, you know, in the past, that really, truly just come out, come right out with it. Be like, here's what happened. Here's what's going on. And then, you know, we are working to fix this and here are the steps I'm taking to resolve this problem right now. Um, You know, now I will say that that is a, it's great advice on site. There are some times where, you know, things happen and like, let's say a shipping mishap happens and I forgot to ship something two day yesterday instead I ship it overnight and it still gets there on time. Like there are situations where you don't have to, you know, where you're not be like every single thing that happens that goes wrong. You're telling, Oh, Hey, just so you know, something bad happened. Oh, Hey, so you know, something bad happened, you know, and every time it picks up the phone, but 
you feeling it out, you know, situation by situation, uh, so yeah. that they are in the loop. Well, and just taking taking care of the things that you can take care of before you uh, go down the path of of saying like, hey, there's no way we can do this. Yeah. Or you know, disappointing your client in some way. Um, but but having the having the wherewithal to even step up and and stand up not proudly but with hat in hand and saying look we screwed up i'm really sorry uh you know um how can i make this better or uh is there a way we can make it better being able to do that as soon as possible and nip it in the bud before it becomes a real problem is is always going to benefit you from a customer service standpoint 100 percent um constantly communicating and it saves gigs Um, you know, I had a, I had a show, I think I've told this story before. I don't remember, um, where we, it was a big show, six figures, like multiple six figures. And I completely screwed it up because I forgot to send one text message. Oh, dude, seriously. One text message could have saved the entire show would have made the entire show go completely different. And it was a text message from a month before the show. Because I went back and looked for it because I was like, I know I told and I, I had never sent it. I had never sent the thing that said, please add these frames to the LED. That was it. That's all it needed to say. And then it caused four days, three days, three days of headache and flying across the country twice to fit like multiple. Like it was bonkers. Yeah, However, that's, that's horrible. It is hard. But because of the service that I offer to my customer, the responsibility of communicating and and communicating with them about the real reality of the situation, not only did I save a client, they came back the next year and they refer me to other people now. That's awesome. Yeah. And so Yeah, and <clears throat> I mean, uh when you have good customer service, you're reputation stands out your clients will always stand up for you and you know send you to the next person yeah uh with with a a a good um you know a good thought about you in mind that that uh it it's becomes the most important thing you can be you know, the best designer, you can be the best project manager, you can be the best technician, whatever. But if you're a pain in the ass, you lie, you know, you lie just to get the gig, you, you, uh, you know, make stuff up to cover your own butt and, or you, you sell somebody else out to cover your butt. Yep. You know, that, that lasts only so long. And, and I've seen more, uh, people, technicians, programmers, audio guy. I mean, I've seen more people get pushed out of the business because of, you know, that, that bad customer service or the bad attitude or the bad, you know, not being present, not, you know, work always working on somebody else's show when you're not working, you know, and that's, you know, sometimes we do that, but if you're open and honest with your client and saying, Hey, yeah, I'm working on the show that, that I have coming up in a month, but that's what I did on the show for your show, a previous, you know? Yeah. So being, being honest about that kind of stuff will always make it easier down the road. Yeah. There was a, there was a TD 
that uh, that I know, and he has this sign that he puts on his table that says, "I know says, exactly who it is." This I is how I too. got your show done, and <laughs> yeah. um, and and so he's communicating right up front. He's like, "Right up the front. deal." Yeah, yeah. You, you know put how that this sign works. on your forehead that just says, "This is what I'm doing." <laughs> I am not trying to get one by you. That's I am right. on site, but That's I'm right. here. I'm present. Yep. I am absolutely 100 present for you. And, and that's, that's a really important thing about customer service too, is being present when you're on site, you know, yeah, you can be fielding emails and phone calls, but when the client comes up to you and says, I need you to handle this right now, you handle it right then. That's right. You know, you, you, you don't push them aside because you've got a gig in a week. That's right. Um, to, to take stop, care of, stop, so. drop and roll. You just, that's right. You jump on it. Yeah. What, uh, you have any good stories about keeping customers even when it's hard, you know, it's like the, the service that you thought would have never got kept a gig for you. And somehow miraculously they keep coming back over and over again. Well, I think, I think I kind of touched on it just based on, based on longevity, you know, when you're always honest with somebody, they're always going to come back to you Yeah, because, because they know you're not going to on the ones where they can afford to, you know, load the money cannon and shoot it at you. Uh, and you're willing to, you know, you're willing to accept it yep. or the gig that, that they have like no budget and they say, you know, Hey, you got to do this on a buddy rate. You know, you can honest, openly and honestly say, um, I've got a bigger show that week or I've got other, you know, other things going on. Can we do it for X amount or whatever? As long as you're willing to, to be honest about anything, with your client, you know, just like you would somebody in your family or your friends. I, I consider my clients, family and friends, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, I don't really separate that. There's a, there's a very faint line in the sand. uh, But I, I don't keep things from my clients when, when it comes to anything, you know, if, if it's, if it's going to affect their show, it's going to affect their budget. It's going to affect, the overall look of the show, the design, uh, you know, if it's possible, whatever, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. I'm always, I'm always honest about it. Yeah. And so far, you know, I can say maybe I've lost two clients because of that. And, and, but they were clients that I didn't want to continue working with anyway, yep. because they didn't respect that. Yep. So that's right, man. So there's always that <laughs> servicing the customer. And that's what's going to separate people as folks are getting back to work, as we are uh, looking into next year. Um, you know, especially if you haven't worked in a little while, having the having the audacity to give better customer service than you did before, and looking at how you do things, and just taking two minutes of assessment and saying, "Okay, this is how I used to do it. Did that serve me well? And will it continue to serve me in the future?" And if the answer is yes, then man, keep doing it. But if you are able to make that honest assessment, and, and I hope that we all can, and say, you know what, I could probably do whatever it is better, communicate better. Um, that is, you know, that that is something to take a look at and say, all right, I got to do this. You know, for me, I'll be very honest. Uh, getting quotes done is difficult for me right now. And so I have to take a look at that and say, what's causing this? Because I'm not servicing my customer by, by taking too long to get them quotes. And so 
how do I make that process faster so that I can get them what they need, uh, even if they don't have a time frame, you know, even if they don't need it in 24 or 48 hours, you know, am I able to deliver? And if I'm not, then I have to change how I am servicing the customer in that way so that they have the expectation to understand exactly what they are going to get from me. And yeah. so, um, you know, don't honesty, tell them. Honesty and expectations is really key. Like, like you're saying here is just, just having, giving that time frame, like, Hey, when do you need this by? Yeah. Or, or having that open dialogue of like, I'm, I'm slammed on another production right now. You know, what's your drop dead? I need this done by, Yeah. you know, and, and giving them your own limitations, you know, makes it, makes you a, a better customer service rather than, you know, them expecting you to be at their beck and call 24 seven. Cause that's yeah. just not realistic. Right? That's no. And that's a great, that's actually a great idea and getting either myself or my assistant to respond when they say, you know, if they don't give me a drop dead time, asking the question, when do you need this by? Um, right. That's, that would actually be a great way that I can, I can help mitigate that challenge um, and not let things fall through the crack. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, Hey man, thanks for jumping on today. Um, uh, customer service is something that I'm very passionate about. I think it's something I'm going to start talking more about because uh, one, I've had some pretty bad experiences in the last couple of months from not non AV vendors, like people who aren't in our industry mm -hmm. and looking at that and saying, man, we have to do better. Um, and the great thing is, is that you could, you get to charge for that too. It's not like you right. have to be the cheapest on the block and the worst. There are people, a lot of people that will pay for that service. Um, and, and you just have to find them because they are there. I know they're there. I have some of them. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid to go the route of a higher rate. If you believe and know that you deliver superior customer service, because they will keep coming back because that's the service they need. Know your worth. That's right. Know your worth. Awesome, brother. If, if you don't, nobody else will. That And that's 100% right. You are the only one responsible for your life, your pay, and the money coming into your bank account. And uh, if you want that to, to go higher, give the best service you possibly can. And uh, it will come. It may take time, but it will come. So, And we hope on Get Ready that we're giving you the best customer service for information on how to be Get Ready for your next event. That's right. And and we want to continue to do that. And so please email us, Joe, Joe Mac at morethanlight.com or gigready at gigrent.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you to give us some feedback. Tell us what we can do better. Uh, feel free to tell us what we suck at. I know there are things I suck at too. Um, you know, I'm not perfect like Joe. So we'll... Uh, <laughs> I'll keep striving for that perfection. But uh, until then, have a great week. No matter who you are, customer service will separate the good from the great. You can be great each and every day, every single show, because as we say here at Gig Ready, you're only as good as your last show. So take a minute, assess who you are and what you do around customer service and make it great because each show that you do will tell the next one how good it will be. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends, let them know that Gig Ready is the absolute best place to get the information you need to do a better gig each and every day. 
rate us on iTunes, and we'll see you next time.